Thimble Winner Part 5. Entry 1. I finally found my way into Earth's eye. It took a while to reach the center of this land and make my way up, but it was worth it. The building is old, yet filled with many devices I do not understand. My only real interest is the eye, but its metal lid is closed to me. I am eager to see through it. I am eager to find my friend. Entry 2. So far, I have had no luck in seeing through the scope of the eye. The wind is blowing strong outside. I can hear it bend around the metallic sides of the building. It is surprisingly comfortable in here. Whoever was staying before made this place homey. There is a bed, some small candles, even a few rations. I don't want to get too cozy, though. I must stay focused on why I'm here. Entry 3. I found the guy here before me. He's just a skeleton now, but he was holding something useful. I found a ladder off to the side that was latched above me. It led to a small second floor that I assume acted as an office for my dear friend. He was holding his own journal, filled with instructions on how to operate the eye. It does much more than I could have imagined. The eye can see anywhere, at any range of depth, with perfect clarity. It was originally used to look at the stars, but alas, it cannot find its way through obstructions such as the gray sky. This is all great to discover, however, I still have to know where to look. Entry 4. I spent the whole day looking through the eye. Usually the world at large is barren and a torture to be around, a cold hell. But from here, separate from its trap, it's beautiful. I can witness the land in any direction. There are places that I did not know existed. A town that seems truly welcoming with the warm homes in the east. The peaks of the great mountains that are scattered around, except for Mount Cryon, above the clouds. Surviving creatures burrowing for warmth and licking icicles for water. This was only a broad look that I took. I haven't started with the levers on the side of the lid, allowing for a more detailed gaze. Entry 5. A few more hours have been spent on the eye, but my mind continues to wander to my friend. It's these images that drove me here. Nearly a month has passed since she was taken. I had heard rumors about those people. I believed them to be stories. Yet as my people traveled at the change of winter's subtle seasons, we found that some stories are very true that sometimes you become a part of those stories. Entry 6. The notes in this ancient device show some things that might be of help. The language is one I don't recognize. However, there are incredibly detailed drawings. There appear to be unfinished plans and ideas, like the ability to see through objects. There is one that interests me the most, and fortunately is the closest to completion. It is a tracker of some sort. If you have the belongings of someone, I think the eye will turn its gaze to that person. I'm not sure how it works, but
but the instructions to complete it are straightforward enough. Entry 7. The snow is building up. I can't see out the windows. It must be a bad storm. Not uncommon and not a problem right now. My focus has turned to getting this tracker working. I hope there is someone left to track. Entry 8. Her and I used to build ice homes together. We would make about a dozen and pretend it was a town. The home in the middle would be a shop where the owner was cheap and rude, played by myself. The home at the end of the town was a sweet old lady who would give us soup. My friend always played the old lady. She would do this old cackle like some of the elders. The soup was just ice-cold water. We would pretend to be the townspeople for hours. Often at night, when the storms got bad, we would have to stay in our little dome structures until it passed. Those nights would have been lonely if we had not each other's company. We would tell stories of old beasts and ancient weapons, and in the morning, we would dig our way out of the snow and go home. One of the stories we told was about a group of people who ate those who crossed their path. They did not only use the meat, but every part of the human body. The skin would be stretched out for various materials, the hair used to knit packs. Of course, these were not things we heard from our own people, we heard it from other groups. How much was true, we found out soon. I would get frightened, and my friend would laugh. Entry 9. I found my friend. She's frozen in the snow. I put an article of clothing in the tracker. The gears moved, and the eye turned to the northeast. I found her and the rest of my people, their bodies preserved by the cold. They weren't alone. Dozens of victims were stored like this off to the side of the village. At one point, a man came and dragged one to a stone tablet. He grabbed a rock and began to scrape at the body. I couldn't watch. My friends and family are being kept for food. I can't get out, and it's too late. Entry 10. I did not look into the eye today. I wanted to leave. I don't want to see any more. The blizzard built up too much snow. This is a problem as my rations are low. I didn't feel alone this whole time because I held out hope. Now it all comes tumbling down on me at once. I can't dig my way out. Entry 11. All I have focused on is my friend in the snow, perfectly preserved, but dead all the same. From here, she looks like she is sleeping peacefully in an ice home, taking one of her infamous naps. They pick the bodies randomly. They have no preference. I'm hungry, but I don't feel like eating. I'm not sure I would go back into this world. The only thing to live for were people. My people. And now they've become snow. Like everything else. Entry 12. We had wandered away from our group during the third great wind's travel. The great wind had made the current living area too harsh, so we moved on. My friend and I offered to gather any materials or possible food and loop around to meet with the group. We always offered because we enjoyed getting away, telling stories or exploring the scenery. It's something we had done since we were kids. We would talk about rumors we heard from other travelers, 
The Earth's eye was our main point of discussion, mainly because we had passed by a building that matched its description not too long ago. We talked till we heard the screams echo. We hurried back toward our group, thinking maybe someone was injured, but the screams didn't stop. They were methodical in the way they caught their prey. A circle was formed to trap their meal, moving in slowly. They wanted to make them run right into their arms. It was not the bloody mess I would have imagined. To preserve flavor and not ruin their catch, they would choke or bludgeon until my people died or passed out. A second circle behind the main one would come in and drag the bodies away. They would go this way until everyone was gone. They usually started with the women and the children to minimize the screaming. My friend and I watched in horror from afar, incapable of helping. That was all I could and can do. Watch. She was braver than me. Or maybe it was that her feet moved faster than her mind. She ran out and shoved one of the cannibals from grabbing a child. The child stood behind her crying. It did not last longer than that. The child was grabbed from a predator behind them, and my friend was hit atop the head. After it was over, I stood in the clearing alone. I told myself I would find her. See her again. I wasn't sure how. Entry 13. No sign of the storm letting up. I occasionally view the eye of my friend. Entry 14. My friend was the next to be taken. I am in despair. I watched everything. I don't know why I did. I watched how they dragged her through the snow. How they shaved her hair and skinned her clean. Limb by limb they cut her apart. I would see them look up from time to time and laugh. I couldn't stop watching. I could only watch. Entry 15. I have searched for days and days. I have searched for hope. Looking from afar, so far away, for anything in this world that might be worth it. All I see is white land and gray skies. The little life that is out there hides. And if there were something out there, if I could get out of here, would I go? It's too dark to see in here anymore. But I don't need to see to know my body is fading away. Just as my mind is. Entry 16. There's something in the notes I had seen. One of the levers on the side of the eye changes not what the eye sees, but how. Each lever seems to reveal a new way of seeing, but lever three interests me the most. It shows what you desire. A world that hasn't happened yet, or probably never will. Entry 9. I found my friend. She managed to escape her captors. I saw her wandering somewhere in the east. The doors were hard to open with the snow blocking them, but I left as soon as I saw where she was. I've been journeying for a while. She made camp in a nice home. I just hope I can catch her before she moves again and see her soon. Entry 10. She was surprised when I crawled into her ice home, not unlike when we were kids. She started crying when she realized who it was. Then I started crying. We embraced for a long time, each finally feeling comfort. My friend explained how she was able to slip away and run for her life, that she had been searching for me too, but that she was always bad with directions. Together, we walked until nightfall. A bittersweet reunion, sharing the grief over our people. We built a larger ice home when a blizzard found its way to us. It was a fierce storm, but I had my friend by my side. With her, 
I did not have to sleep alone.